Muda, Mura and Mori, Waste in Software Development. Welcome to the Mastering Embedded Systems Podcast, Episode 24. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Mastering Embedded Systems Podcast. I'm Georg Lohrer, and this is the podcast about realizing and managing your project within the embedded systems realm. I tell you the know-how and teach you the ways to succeed and overcome your daily obstacles and problems in project work. Yeah. This time, this is the second task, the second time I record this episode. The first episode, or the, the first time, it's already done. It's already gone and it's successfully recorded, something like 35 minutes, so fine for me. But again, it's too lengthy, perhaps boring. At least I'm not satisfied. So my promise was to become shorter and I want to provide you a good product at least and the best would be a great product. So I have tackled in the show, which I have already recorded, one topic which I wanted to highlight now in this new recording. It's about waste. Exactly what I have already done now. Waste of time, at least my time. And but I have that an idea. So, what kind of waste do we have in software and hardware development? Can we use this waste to become better? Let's see what you will say after this episode. Stay tuned and be inspired. As just mentioned, I have already produced waste in producing this show, at least for today. So it, that's not my regular behavior, and I don't want to continue like that but this time it says like that and i want to follow the japanese idea of kaizen you might have already heard kaizen so that means simply change for better or in a more verbal um, translation it's improvement it was originally born in the toyota production model nowadays also, it's, it's also visible in the software and hardware development. So there is software Kaizen. Sometimes it's mentioned even like that, or you have the idea of that in, internally. So it's from the Japanese term is simply improvement, change for better. It has no attitude of being continuous, permanent, or something like that. That's something which has been adapted later on to have a continuous improvement, it's usually summarized with the terms Kaizen, but originally Kaizen simply means improvement with no time attitude. And all the time connected with this term of Kaizen and improvement is the idea of waste. In Japanese, the typical term for waste, one of the, one of the terms for waste, we have multiple wastes, so, and uh, we, we differentiate that. And one of them, the very most known is Muda. Muda simply means two syllables, so it means there is nothing. So, directly translated, waste. So, if you are talking about Kaizen, you will have to talk about the different kind of wastes. And we have three kinds of wastes. At least in the Toyota production model, we have three kinds. So, the so-called 3M model. When Japanese companies talk about waste, they usually talk about the three M's. It's Mura, Muri and Muda. While most people have had contact with lean manufacturing, will have been made aware of the seven wastes, and Muda, they often have not been introduced to Muri and Mura at all. Some of you who might come from the automotive industry or were engaged in some manufacturing industry, you might have heard of Muda already. Let's give this abstract here. 
These wastes, as I have just mentioned, the free ones, are often far more important to tackle than muda itself, and often are, we, are the underlying cause of the muda that you observe within your processes. That's, of course, not understandable yet. I will just explain in a minute. Muda is the non-value-adding actions within your processes. Muri is to overburden or to be unreasonable, while mura is unevenness. I will discuss it now. You must be aware of that all these kind of terms were originally born in a manufacturing environment or assembly line manufacturing uh, assembly line uh, industry, and therefore it's natively in the um, uh, automotive, for example. That's a typical situation where you have assembly lines, you have assembly chains, and all that stuff. So some of the wastes or the form of wastes are typical for their for their um, environment. However. Inside of the software development, it's more or less, sometimes it could be really distinguished the same way. Let's have a look. So first of all, let's have a look at Muda. Muda is, uh, as mentioned, the Japanese word, and it means futility, uselessness, idleness, waste. And it's a key concept in the Toyota production system. Unfortunately, you will see later on why, Muda has been given much more greater attention as waste than the other two, which means that whilst many lean practitioners have learned to see Muda, they fail to see in the same prominence the variation of Mura and Muri. Thus, while we are focused on getting their processes under control, they do not give enough time to process improvement by redesign. Okay, now let's have a look at the seven waste forms of Muda. It starts with the typical way how waste could be done, it's in transportation. It means each time a product is moved, it stands the risk of, the risk of being damaged, lost or delayed, as well as being a cost for no added value. So transportation costs money. And transportation does not make any transformation to the product that the customer is willing to pay for. So that means if you are a manufacturing industry and you're moving your parts from one side to the other, you're not putting any value to the product. It's simply for your own purpose. In software development, this is, of course, not that, but not that big, big uh, process and not that big effort because it's a matter of seconds to move data in, a, in the size of gigabytes around the globe. However... It could be also, if you are in the embedded industries, as we are have this, this Master Embedded Systems podcast, we, you should be and you will be most likely, when it is something you are engaged with, when we have a combination between hardware and software. And that again means you can move, you can transport the hardware. I very often observe that, so there is a problem with some piece of hardware, but it's located somewhere else on the earth. So it must be transported to some other side. That costs money. That costs especially time. You get delayed simply due to that. So, And from that perspective, transportation is a minor, but nevertheless a reasonable amount of waste, even in the software development area. Let's come to the second kind of waste. That's the inventory. Again, if we are in the manufacturing area or in manufacturing industry, that's easy. Inventory is the form of raw materials be stocked somewhere in some area and therefore it means it's work in progress. It could be also be finished goods, but it represents a capital outlay that has not yet produced any kind of income either by the producer or for the customer. 
for the consumer. So that means for the software development, inventory could mean, for example, in Scrum, it would be a backlog item, for example. Or in test-driven development, it will be some kind of a use case. Or in, um, in the waterfall model, it will be a function point. So if you have a lot of that in your inventory or in your backlog, then it simply means that this has not been produced yet. It's already there, but even even the part in between. So if you have 75% ready of your, of your function, 75% ready of your sprint, this is the inventory on software development. As larger you make that, as more waste in the, in the inventory you will produce. So, therefore, if you use Scrum and you have, for example, a, scr- a sprint of four weeks, that might create, at least for three weeks, a quite severe delay and quite a, a severe waste form because nothing will happen during these three weeks. If you will split up these sprints, for example, to, to two weeks, two times two weeks or four times one week, you might produce, you might keep your stock, your inventory much more smaller and then you can release much more faster. So, it's also in the software development, also like the transportation, not that big effort, but it can be taken into account if you have a big backlog and you are producing nothing and it lasts so long. The third kind of wastes uh, of waste is motion. That regularly does not mean the transportation as mentioned in the first kind of waste, but it's the kind of motion which is done which refers to damaged products and transaction costs associated with moving these items. This kind of waste is regularly done if you are working manually. So, for example, you have something you have to mount at the ceiling and you always have to push your, your very heavy tool up to the, up, uh, upon your head and press it against the ceiling. This is a motion which, which is exhausting, which might be also dangerous, and it's a pure waste of energy and, and effort. That was, by the way, that was the reason why, you, if you imagine how cars are uh, nowadays produced, the, the, whole, um, the whole skeleton is put into some kind of harness which could be moved around for 360 degrees. So every time you want to mount something, you can do it top down. You don't have to go upwards. That's the direct result of uh, taking the waste due to motion to a minimum. In software development, this is regularly not available. The only thing would be if you, for example, are in a hardware development and you have a test harness which makes you move with the board or with, with your equipment to a different location, to a different laboratory or whatsoever. So you have to do extra effort, extra effort to make your work be done. So that could be also something like excessive travel between workstations, excessive movements from start point to working point, and all that stuff. But as mentioned, this is not that regular in software development. Let's come to the next thing. And now we start with the real software development issues. The waste of waiting How often do you spend time waiting for an answer from another department, from your colleague or someone else? Or you are waiting for a delivery from some kind of supplier, also internal supplier. We tend to spend an enormous amount of time waiting for things in our working lives. This is an obvious waste. The waste of waiting disrupts the flow. One of the main principles of lean manufacturing, by the way. As such, 
it is one of the more serious of seven wastes or seven mudas of lean manufacturing. So you see, in software development, this could be taken one for one. It's directly like that. You are waiting. And I very often observe that this kind of things are done regularly. You observe it and you experience it. Additionally, by the way, if that happens in a station, in a place, in a working area, which is a bottleneck, so everybody has to wait wait for them and they are the, the constraint for the whole process. When every hour lost is lost for the whole pro- program or for, lost for the whole product, you cannot resolve that. You cannot overcome it afterwards. It's gone. So the waste of waiting is one of the severe for, uh, forms of waste. When let's come to the fifth version of waste. That's the waste of overproduction. From my perspective, this is the most serious of all seven waste forms. It's making it means you make either too much or too less or too early. Um, this is usually because uh, you have um, wrong sizes of batches or wrong sizes of sprints or wrong sizes of working packages. You have different or long lead times. We have poor supplier relations or a, a, poor, a poor relation to your host or anything like that. Overproduction regularly leads to high levels of inventory which masks many of the problems within your, your organization. Typical example, you are doing, in the software development, you are running your continuous integration and you are doing continuous integration with continuous releasing. So you are very happy when you release something like five to six releases per day. But there is nobody using that. That means you are overproducing this kind of releases. It's a kind of waste which cannot be um, relieved in any kind, in any way, besides simply um, dropping it away. Simply don't use or don't do overproducing this kind of releases. Or you are, implement, you are implementing much, much more than what was requested. You know this picture with the, with the swing uh, mounted on, on, the trees, uh, on a tree and what the, what the marketing has promised, what the sales has, has sold, uh, what the engineer has understood, what the tester has been done and all that stuff. So this is exactly the situation of overproduction. At the very end, you might have produced too many details inside because the requirements were not understood completely. They were not defined. And for example, I observe in the last time, I observe a lot of feature requests which are coming, which are consisting only of two or three sentences. Nobody can understand what that means. And if you now try to start to be on the on the on the regular on the on the good side on the on the yeah assured side, you will, for example, do more, implement more than what actually is required, and that is overproduction. This is a typical kind of waste. When the sixth form of waste, of waste, that's the waste of overprocessing. It's where when we use inappropriate techniques, oversized equipment, working to tolerances that are too tight, or perform processes that are not required by the customer and so forth. So uh, I have made one of the episodes in episode four. So it's embeddedsuccess.com slash episode four. I have tackled these kind of zero fault targets. That was a typical example, a very typical example of overprocessing. 
It was never required by the by the by the customer. It was also not possible to do it in that way, but it was requested. That was working according to tolerances which are too tight. Mainly overprocessing is caused by non-standardization of best techniques. So and it's also caused by unclear specification. Let's come to the last form of wastes in the muda, the waste of defects. That's more or less the most obvious kind of wastes. If you produce a defect, that's regularly something you say, okay, this is something we have really wasted time and money. Although not always the easiest to detect before they reach your customer. Of course not. You, you, you know that. Quality errors, for example, they cause defects invariably cost you a fair more than you expect. Every defective item requires rework or replacement. And also in the software development, this is something which really costs money. Moreover, the guys who were working for, it, for Japanese companies already know that very often it also creates a quite lot amount of paperwork to be done. The waste of defects should be prevented where possible. Better to prevent them than to try to detect them. You see, also for the, for the software development, the Muda principles of waste forms, there are several of them as mentioned, uh, are quite matching. Let's come to the other two forms of waste. A quite severe one, which is regularly not that easy to detect, is Mura. Mura means the waste of unevenness. Mura creates many of the seven wastes in, in the Muda section. Mura drives Muda. By failing too smooth, our demand we put unfair demands on our processes and cause the creation of inventory and other wastes. So that means one typical example in the process, in the production process, for example, is when um, the, the managers are measured monthly, on a monthly basis. So, and uh, you, you observe it, uh, if you have in the software department, it's or in software development, you have that with the milestones. Although the milestones are uh, available and they are seen even a lot of time before, it's something nobody seems to be seems to take care for. And then suddenly, in the last four to five weeks, it gets a rush like mad. In the final week of this milestone, you have to work 25 hours per day and you are producing things which are really not appropriate from the quality perspective. But the load of the processes and the load of the people and the load of the engineers, okay, people are also engineers, is uneven. It's not equalized. It's not balanced. And this causes a quite severe amount of waste. Mura causes waste in an indirect way. It's uh, triggering the muda. If you have unevenness in your processes or a non-balancing of your workload, you will create the chance to have a waste in all these seven other forms of the muda. So you might run into the situation to have uh, too much waiting, waiting time. You might have overproduction. You might have overprocessing. And of course, and that's the most severe one, you might have a lot of defects. And that's the problem why uh, Mura is one of the most severe wastes in the whole software development. The unbalancedness of the processes, the unbalancedness of the working conditions and the working efforts is very severe. Okay, let's come to the last M of the free Toyota Muda or the free Toyota M's for waste. So that's the Muri. Muri means the waste of overburden. 
by this, it is meant to give unnecessary stress to employees and also the processes. This is mainly caused by mura, so the waste of unevenness or non-balance, and a host of other failures in our system such as lack of training, unclear or no-defined ways of working, wrong tools, or ill-thought-out measures of performance. Muri results very often in absence, sickness, and final attrition. So if you observe um, software development, which is constantly running this kind of waste form due to overburdenness, combined with the waste of unevenness and non-balanced working conditions and non-balanced um, uh, requirements, very often directly results in absence, sickness or final also attrition. So the guys simply cancel the contract because nobody wants to live in a constantly overburdened scenario. So far, so good. You see, in principle, all forms of waste can be observed in the software development too. However, some of them are quite seldom and do not effectively match always, like transport or motion. However, others, like uh, overproduction, overprocessing and, of course, defects, Yeah, they seem like exclusively made for software development. Removing all forms of waste, independent whether it is based on Muri or Mura, finally ending up in Muda, is a challenge. But maybe you have made already your experiences with Muda in your environment. What do you have detected? Do you also have observed all forms of Muda, Mura and Muri? Or do very specific ones occur more prominently? Do you have already tackled your forms of waste? And if so, how do you have done it? I would be really happy if you would share your experiences. Please comment on the show notes on embeddedsuccess.com slash episode 24. By the way, if you have some topic in mind which you think should be mentioned in the show, do not hesitate and drop me a message. Or if you have a question or a proposal, I would be delighted to receive your feedback at embeddedsuccess.com slash feedback. That was the Mastering Embedded Systems podcast. I will be back next time with another great episode. And for you, it is time to take the details, hints and tips into your daily work to achieve your passion and find your success. I'm Georg Lohrer from Embedded Success. Thank you for listening.